It's a beautiful Monday morning being the 4th of Rajab 1440, which is also the 11th of March 2019. Let us cross over to our honorable beloved Ustad, who was in Mauritius. Now he is in Cape Town. And tonight he will be back in Johannesburg. Tomorrow morning back on the airwaves of Marka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Ustad, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم عرفات جزاك الله خير to our technicians brother Junaid Khan and brother Riyad Hussain بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبش رحلي صدري ويسلي أمري وأحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Yes, indeed, we are in Cape Town with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla After being in beautiful Mauritius, it is the Hajjud time here in Cape, and it was drizzling, but now I can't hear any drizzle. It seems to have stopped temporarily. Today our focus is on Surah Muhammad, chapter number 47, Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's Mubarak, blessed name, is mentioned four times in the Noble Quran, and Surah 47, chapter 47, is dedicated to the most beloved, the most precious, to Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, and that is Sayyiduna wa Habibuna wa Shafi'una Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the Master Salam was, is, will always be the most beloved, the most precious to Allah in the entire universe and in the entire creation. What is the message of Surah Muhammad, chapter 47? All Matyallah tells us in the starting and beginning, Imma mannam ba'du wa imma fida'an. This is a topic which the Orientalists and some enemies of Islam have exploited. When the Muslim army is victorious against the enemy, then we find that the Amirul Jaish, the commander-in-chief, has five options. Either capital punishment because the enemy will kill you, so you have the right to liquidate them, eliminate them as well. Number two is you take ransom compensation from them. Number three, you set them free without any compensation, gratis, you tell them go, you have forgiven them. And the fourth one will be Mubadalatul Usara, that exchange of prisoners of war, irrespective of the numbers. We have hundreds of theirs and they have 200 of ours, or vice versa. And we say, give us back all our powers, prisoners of war, and we will give it back to you as well, the same amount or more or less, whatever we have. So that also is one option which is permissible. And the fourth one is istirqaq. Istirqaq means you make them slaves. 
So today when the people hear this term to make them slaves, then they start frowning already. But remember that is because people want to apply the Western concept of slavery. Otherwise in Islam, this is what it means. Islam did not introduce slavery. Islam brought about reform regarding the concept of slavery. And you will find that if you understood this topic properly, then the Mujahideen, those who were dicing with death in the battlefield, 80% of the booty spoils of war will go to them, and 20% goes to the Beitul Mal, the public exchequer, and the treasury. And from there we find, remember, that Islam does not want to put a burden on the fiscus of the government. Rather, it states al-ghurmu bil which means that the people who are dicing with death, so they will receive, so he will get one slave, he will get one slave, and so forth and so forth. So for the mujahid, the benefit is he got the extra pay of hands to work, and the benefit for the slave is he has got, or for she also it could be, if they were participating in the battle and fighting, then we will say in a case like that, that the, their benefit will be free boarding and lodging. So the individuals will benefit, and the government is out of the picture, hence there is no burden and drain on the government itself. So when they speak of slavery, so Islam has encouraged us that we should liberate them. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu alone, he performed thousand umrahs and he set free and liberated thousand slaves. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had liberated, remember, and emancipated 63 slaves. So it shows that Islam is teaching us that we should try and liberate, emancipate them. And therefore, in the Quran Sharif, where Almighty Allah speaks of slaves, Almighty Allah always mentions the substitute. So we want a society that where there are no slaves at all. In today's modern world, an easy example that see we go to America and the Muslims are there in the Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay, a shame and a disgrace for the American regime. We see that where is the human rights, where is the due process, where is your system of freedom, justice, liberty. So it shows all this is double talk when it comes to the Muslims. And we know that there was torture, there was waterboarding. All these things happened, not only there. It happened in Bagram, there. It happened in so many places. You go to Palestine and see what is happening there with the children and the political prisoners and so forth. So we see that when they speak of slavery, what they are doing is even worse than that. So Almighty Allah Jalla is teaching us in Tansurullah Yansurkum, if you have the deen of Almighty Allah, Allah will assist you, where you submit Akadamakum, and Almighty Allah will keep your feet firm. Next one, Almighty Allah speaks in Surah 47, verses 22-23, regarding family ties. Today, this is of huge concern that we see people in Tawalaytum when they have authority, then what they do, Antufsidu fil ard. Now they have become powerful with money. They have a huge amount of influence. They hold political, you know, portfolios and what have you. 
So they cause mischief mayhem on this earth. arhamakum, And they sever the family ties. How many brothers are not speaking to their brothers or sisters? How many uncles, aunties are not speaking to their nephews, nieces or vice versa? How many a time parents and children total breakdown? So see what all Allah states. Those people who have severed the family ties, Allah Allah's curses upon them. They deprive of the special mercy of Allah. فأصمهم, and all Allah has made them spiritually deaf and spiritually blind. They will never see the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. So that is punishment already in this world. Almighty Allah Jalla Allah speaks about the streams and the rivulets in Jannah. Fiha anharum mimma in ghairi asin. There the rivulets and streams in Jannah, the water, made of water, which will never get polluted, Balazia and all these type of things. Wa anaharum you will find made of milk and it never ever undergoes any change. You see the milk in the world, how many times it goes off. Made of alcohol. And it is such, it is a pleasure to drink it and beautiful sharab and tahura pure. Not like the alcohol in this world. That way the people get drunk and intoxicated and they drive straight into other people or into a pole or tree. And it shows that everything of the year after is pure in Jannah. وَأَنْهَارٌ مِّنْ أَسَلٍ مُصَفَّىٰ And the honey, today they write 100% honey, but we know many a time it is adulterated, so there it is pure, pure honey. So all these, the terms are the worldly terms, but the taste, everything beyond our perception, comprehension. They, after all, Matthew Allah, Jalla Allah, warns us, Remember, Almighty Allah Jalla is totally independent, and you, human being, you need Almighty Allah, you, human being, and the entire creation. We need Almighty Allah Jalla every moment, every second of our life. Hence, what should we do? That we should beg Almighty Allah, Surah 7, verse 151. وَأَدَخِلْنَا فِي رَحْمَتِكَ وَأَنْتَ رَحْمُ الرَّحِمِينَ Oh Allah, admit us in your special, special mercy. Whilst Allah, you are the most merciful one to show mercy. وَإِنْتَ تَوَلَّوْا And if you turn away from the deen islam then all Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, don't need us. We need Allah. يَسْتَبْدِلْ قَوْمًا غَيْرَكُمْ Allah will replace you with somebody else. And those new people who will come into Islam, ثُمَّ لَا يَكُونُ أَمْثَالَكُمْ They will not be like you. So may Almighty Allah, Jalla wa on this Mubarak day, a Mubarak month of Rajab, we read the dua. Allahumma barikana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. And as Mawlana mentioned, today is the 4th of Rajab, 1440. Allah, we will be there back in the studio before Zohar today, inshallah. So five past one will be the tafsir of the...
noble Quran, insha'Allah al-Aziz, Hapas 1 to 2, tafsir from our archives, and tafsir means commentary of the noble Quran, 2 o'clock, the report back, insha'Allah, that will be our trip, wonderful to Mauritius and to Cape Town, and it was a real exciting week, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, and then Q&A, insha'Allah al-Aziz, tonight, 8 to 10, with Mona Arafat, Hatya and myself, barakallahu fikum. Three minutes after five Central African time, you are tuning and listening to Safina to Ilal Jannah. We go to Hafiz Abdul Rashid Ustad, uh, and he says that uh, he listens Ustad attentively. He's one of our new listeners, mashallah, this early morning, all the way from Vancouver. He says, uh, Muftisab, why are we as the Ummah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam divided? Is this a sign of Qiyamat? Hafiz Abdul Rashid from Vancouver. Ustad. MashaAllah, my brother Hafiz Abdul Rashid from Vancouver Day in Canada. MashaAllah, all my Tallah reward you. Keep on listening to Murkas Sahaba, Radio Al-Ansar, and inshallah you will gain great, great benefit with the help and mercy of all my Tallah, Jalla wa Allah. So yes, it is true. Almighty Allah Jalla wala, has spoken about this. Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu spoke about this. Always you will have difference of opinion. And you must remember the Quran Kareem teaches us, Wala yazaluna mukhtalifin illa man rahima rabbuk. That people will continue differing except those people upon whom is the special mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla wala. So difference of opinion in itself is not bad. So that happened in time of Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What is bad is when the difference of opinion leads to violence, when the difference of opinion leads to murder, and all these type of things. Otherwise, husband and wife also have difference in opinion. Parents and children also have difference of opinion. But when the difference of opinion is in fundamentals, then you must remember, like today we have Qadianis and Ahmadis and Agakhanis, and who and who we must remember, and they're still claiming they want to be Muslim, but they reject some of the articles of faith. So remember, we have to expose such people, although they claim that they are Muslims, and that is the real function of the ulama, Amar bin Ma'roof, Nahyan al-Munkar, to command the good and forbid the evil. So yes, people might consider it as disunity, and it is a punishment to a great extent, but remember, the function of ulama especially is that to uphold the sharia and without fear and favor. Ustad, let us go to uh, Zanin. Uh, the brother wants to know, he says, Mufti Sab, are you allowed to take photos of people with your cell phone? This is Dr. Sab from Zanin. Ustad. Let me give you one incident. They in Mauritius, when I was there, uh-huh. then uh, they, they wanted, I didn't even know, there's a huge newspaper, and I think they run about five or ten different, different newspapers. So one newspaper is targeting the Muslims there in Mauritius, and the newspaper is in French, and the name of it is Star. So anyway, when I was there, so on Thursday, we had an interview for over an hour or so forth regarding marriage and why the breakdown in marriage and many, many related issues. So that brother there, Fakhruddin, so he told me, I want to take your photos. So I told him, no, we don't accept that, and so forth. 
So yesterday, while I'm here in Cape Town, we finished all the programs. So before I went to sleep, you know, yeah, the programs were very, very tight, mm-hmm. four programs in one day. Mm-hmm. But Allah Ta'ala accepted, Allah Ta'ala writes it, Allah Ta'ala accepted and gave us to to do more. So nevertheless, we see that uh, I saw one message from Mauritius from my friend Abdul Alim. And uh, he said, yes, the article. So obviously, I don't understand what is happening in French language. So I see that that person, he took a photo. What he did, that they just go to the internet or they go here and there, and they just take some photo and put it inside. So we must remember yesterday while delivering the lecture, so people, we don't know what's happening. We don't even understand. So somebody's uh, pen might have a video, somebody's phone has the camera, somebody they sit in one corner and they just take your photo and then put it on the internet and so forth. So we must always try to abstain from it. Where there is need and necessity, your passport, your ID, your visa, that's different. But just for fun and games and entertainment, we say it is not permissible and we must abstain from that. And if you want a beautiful, wonderful article on this, you will find it by our Honorable Ustad, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, Hafidahullah of Makkah Mukarramah, Ahkamul Photographia, and that was the laws regarding photography in his work, Rawaiul Bayan. That is on Ahkamul Quran. He has a wonderful uh, thesis on that and article on that. And he answers the objections of those people who try and justify it and legalize it. Jazakumullah khairan Ustad. Ustad, somebody sent a message that says that, uh, Honorable Mufti Saab, I got in a gang fight. Uh, my friend stabbed another boy dead with my knife. Uh, didn't know that dead boy, dead boy, dead boy was Muslim. I feel guilty, Mufti Sab as well. Am I a compliance? What do I do, Ustad? I hope it's not here in Cape Town because here in Cape Town, certain parts there are gang fights and there are gangs and so many things going on. So in different parts of South Africa as well, obviously where we're living with Allah's mercy, Allah's favor, very very good, very very nice, peaceful, and so forth. So what your brother did, or your friend did, or your accomplice did, Allah alone knows, he took the knife and he stabbed the other person, and Mm. the other person was a Muslim, and the way you are describing it, it seems that he did so intentionally, deliberately, so what we call premeditated murder. Wallahu alam, Allah jalla wala knows best, but that's the way you described it. وَمَنْ يَقْتُلْ مُؤْمِنًا مُتَعَمِّدًا فَجَزَاؤُهُ جَهَنَّمُ خَالِدًا فِيهَا وَغَضِبَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَلَأَنَهُ وَعَدَّ لَهُ عَذَابًا عَظِيمًا When a person kills and murders a Muslim person deliberately, intentionally, then the wrath, anger of Allah descends on him. Allah curses him. Allah dispatches him to Jahannam for a very, very long time. And for him is a horrible, grievous punishment. So you can see all the warnings that all Allah has given. And if it was an accident, then remember there will be dia and the blood money, 100 camels or the value thereof. And you will have to fast as well for two consecutive months, meaning not you but the other brother. Secondly, is what are you doing with such knives and all that? And now your friend took your knife and then stabbed somebody and that somebody is a Muslim. 
So you also will be considered as an accomplice in that because you belong to ABC gang. You running around with knives. You won't be guilty Islamically of murder, but you will be guilty of being an accomplice. So on a lesser crime, remember that you also will be found guilty. Surah 5, verse number 2. وَلَا تَعَوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْأُدْوَانِ they do not come, do not assist, and do not help and cooperate with people in vices and sins. Make sincere toba, brother. Give out charity. Allah alone knows when this happened, and the matter might go to court, and the matter will go to the media. So many things will happen, and then remember, your name will come. So many issues. So cry to Allah. Ya Allah, forgive me. And my brother, my one advice to you, leave all these gangs mm. and say, Ya Allah, now I've learned my lesson. I want to lead a straight life and reform and get out of all these gangs, sever ties with them mm. and change your life for the better, my brother. So try and change to be a better Muslim, inshallah. Ustada, you're actually quite right. I didn't know myself. It's from Cape Town. It says a strand. Uh, it says move to South Africa's fundy strand. Strand. S-T-R-A-N-D. Yeah, I know strand. You must remember that Mawlana mm. Yusuf Karan, Rahimamullah, one of our senior ulama who passed away. Allah gave him Jannatul Firdaus. He lived there, strand. We used to visit him sometimes there. Nevertheless, we find that Buddha, no years in the strand of, no Yemutoba mark, and Yemut, you know, hail. So cry to Allah, beg Almighty Allah, because this is a serious, serious crime you have mm. perpetrated, committed, and only Almighty Allah is there to forgive. But now the due process will go on. But main thing is get rid of all your knives, guns, whatever you have, mm. and go to the police and tell them this is the true story, not what your friend is saying or this one is saying and so forth. Give them the true story. Be honest about it. And in that way, there, all Allah, Jalla Wala will forgive you and get out of this life of gangsterism and lead a pure, chaste life of Islam and what a true Muslim must do, Mebuta. 13 uh, after 5, it's a beautiful Monday morning. Yes, you are listening and tuning in to Asafina to Ilal Jannah. Uh, this is uh, Sister Natasha. Uh, let me just read the question out, uh, Ustad. It says, uh, what is so-called Zamzam? Of course, it's Z-A-A-M. It's supposed to be Zamzam. Uh, she says, a friend of us brought for us yesterday. They came back from pilgrimage. We afraid to drink that water. Please explain it to us, Sister Natasha and Marvin. Ustad. My brother Marvin, my sister Natasha, no, you can't be frightened to drink that water. <laughs> Remember, people, when they go to Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Munawara, our two most holiest places and sacred places, then this is the, the miracle we witness. Remember that you heard the story of Abraham and Hagar and their son Ismail. So that was a valley, biwadin, ghairiri, zarain, no vegetation, no habitation. And now the father Abraham, Nabi Ibrahim, salam, peace be upon him, left. Amen. He cried to Almighty Allah and he said, Warzukhum min al-thamarat. Ya Allah, give them the fruit, Ya Allah, subhanallah. Lo and behold, the first thing Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, gave was zamzam. Zamzam means abundant water in the desert of Makkah. And you find that the water spring 
From that time and today, every day, million liters are used. That is a miracle. Millions of people observe daily, every week, monthly, and yearly. So we witness it and other people. So Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ma uzamzama lima shuriba lahu. That the zamzam water, whatever intention you drink it with, remember is effective. And if you go to the airport, you will find it comes out with the fragile luggage there near your home. There at the OR Tambo Airport, and I think you stay in Lakefield. So that's not so far from the airport, just five, ten minutes away. So, inshallah, you drink it. Now, how are you going to drink it, Marvin? How are you going to drink it, Sister Natasha? Drink it with your right hand, sip it three times, and say, Oh, Almighty Allah, Oh, Almighty Allah, Oh, Almighty God, show us the true light. Give us the true light. If you are sincere, you will see Almighty Allah will let the true light come to you, and you will sift out what is correct and haq, the nur and the radiance and effulgence of Islam. And if a person is not sincere, then obviously very little things will happen in life. So we really appreciate that in the early part of the morning you are listening to us and we give you this opportunity and you phone in every day and pose questions. We have no problem at all. So drink it and remember, don't think that the Muslims are giving you poison or something. Nay, 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 we don't do that. We don't work like these other characters. They give the people doom and they want to put them into the zoo. Zoom. No, 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 we don't work like that. They just have uh, love for you, concern for you. When the Muslims come, then we give our friends, we give our family zamzam water. Zamzam means abundant water. So because it is something treasured and sacred, so therefore we give a small quantity to everybody. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ustad is from Azadville. Daddy wants to know. Uh, she says, uh, Muftisab, my grandson, he wants to... Marry a widow as a second wife. I, as a daddy, I don't have a problem. But my daughter, of course, who is uh, the boy's son, they don't want to, Ustad. This is from Azadval, Ustad. Remember that already your grandson, daddy, he might be talking, he might be having some type of illicit relationship with this widow. Shaitan will come and tell him, no, I'm just helping her because she is a widow and you know he's showing sympathy for her. There are millions and billions of people around the world. For them he doesn't show sympathy, but yeah, there's a hidden agenda, ulterior motive, and now he wants to show sympathy for her and then he wants to get married to her and it shows that sympathy and empathy is not for the love of Allah, it's rather with a hidden agenda, ulterior motive. And my brother, my advice to you is the Quranic advice, Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse number 3. For in khiftum Allah ta'adilu fawahida. When you know you can't do justice, you fear, then you must stick to one wife only. 90% of the men, Muslim men, they get married second, third wife, they do not practice justice. So instead of practicing on a sunnah, they are committing a crime. We're not against it. But definitely we are saying that you must look at yourself. You are the judge of your own condition. 
استفتی نفسک استفتی قلبک مصطفی حبیبنا صلی اللہ وسلم ادرے سیدہ سیدنا وابسار رضی اللہ عنہ and told him that you are asking the question so you ask your own heart ask your own conscience and that will guide you if you are sincere and honest this is authentic hadith in Mustad Ahmad so therefore brother that you are fooling yourself that you are helping a widow you are helping yourself and remember you're going to cause rows and ructions between yourself and your first wife and your children so why complicate your life and continue with that and leave this woman out of your life you want to help her then remember cut all sever all ties with her give the money to your wife give your money to some of the ladies or your mother or auntie or whoever and tell them that they must give her the zakat and so forth not you become the person you go there alone and you're going to give her zakat and so forth and remember then one thing leads to another so that is how the shaitan operates Ustad, it's 20 uh, minutes after 5. Jazakumullah khairan. Ustad, uh, your program this uh, uh, today, inshallah, in Cape Town, whereabouts you going to be? Which place, Ustad? Masjid's name? Okay, mashallah, the rahmah, the mercy in Cape Town has started again. It is raining here. I must place and record my sincerest thanks to my brother Idris Mayat. May all Allah Jalla reward him. And they in Mauritius, wonderful, mashallah, Mufti Huzaifa, Dr. Abdullah Hussein, Abdul Alim. And we even had a meeting for one hour more and more with the president, the former president and of Mauritius, alone one-to-one. And his name is uh, Mr. President, we call him uh, Qasim, but there they call it Qassam and Utam. Mm. So, mashallah, wonderful person. So all this we will discuss. So no program today, Maulana Fajr Salat, and then straight airport too. Mm. So from there we go to the airport, and thereafter, inshallah, we will be landing, inshallah, in Oatambo, and thereafter that we will come there home, inshallah, al-Aziz, and thereafter we will be doing our program, 5 past 1 to half past 1, on Radio Al-Ansar and Markaz Sahaba, Tafsir, Hapas 1 to 2 on Sirius FM and Marcus Sahaba to see it from the archives. And 2 to Hapas 2, our report back of Mauritius and of Cape Town, inshallah, Aziz. And tonight, 8 to 10 Q&A. So that is what you, Mawlana Arafat, may all Allah reward you, your family, and may all Allah accept all of us for his deeds. Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shabat, wa balighna ramadan, barakallahu feek, salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.